Hot Tea with A and C. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Hot Tea with A and C. You know what it is? Yes, yes, yes. It's your girls. <laughs> it's your girl! So what's the tea this week, Clarice? What's the tea this week, Clarice? What's going on? have that much going on nothing too too crazy just been tired all week but when are we not guys when are we not <laughs> i feel you on that i feel you on that how about you ash it's been pretty good um for those who don't know um so me and clarissa have been best friends since we were like in middle school and yeah i, th- I think this year it's 10 years to be honest it is it is 10 years wow yeah, it's our ten, yeah. and it's August or September, like about around, around the yeah. time when we met. Yeah, it's been ten years. Yeah. So, um, but we grew up in Florida, and I recently moved to New York. So she's in Florida, I'm in New York. Um, yeah. Hence our logo. But that's just a little bit of background <laughs> on us. Wow, ten years. Yeah, it's been ten years, but I've no, I've known you for so long, and it's crazy. It is. I know this girl, and. She's I <laughs> I feel like I know a lot about you and that our um I just know how you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like we know like what our responses would be in any situation. Like definitely, if we had to write each other definitely. as characters, we would be on the nose. I think so, for sure. So. Like if we write like a screenplay or something. Yeah. I could definitely write you. I could, I could play you, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, literally, like, I can say, in a one-woman show, where I have, like, a character that's like you, it, it could, it could definitely work out. No, like, it would definitely be the <laughs> casting, like, period. We should, we should do a yeah. film where we each play each other. <laughs> that's so good. No, that's so good. But it would be so, I feel like it would be so dramatized, you know? It most definitely would or, be. Sorry, dra- dramatized? Yeah, yeah. It would definitely... It would, be it would definitely be each other. Yeah, 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 exactly. It would be each other at like our highest form. <laughs> yeah, it definitely would be. But it would be entertaining, so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do that. Alas, what's I said that'd be fun. I think it would be very much a crowd pleaser, I think. It would be a comedy for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like in some instances, it might be like a little mean. <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. It might be too on the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might be like a, it might be like a cute little fight, but not too bad. <laughs> what's what's the new tea this week? Um, this morning I heard that uh, Halle Berry's upset with Drake. Yes, um, he had a new single come out with SZA. Yeah, slime you out. I believe is what it's called. And he used uh, a picture of her, I'm assuming at the Kids' Choice Awards, her getting slimed. Mm. I, I did see it, and but I haven't listened to the single yet. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Uh, yeah, I listened to it. It's not the greatest. And I mean, I'm not going to say it's not the greatest, but I'm... Mm, mm. <laughs> that means it was it's terrible, just not what I would. <laughs> she don't ever speak down on scissors, so it's terrible. <laughs> I love you, Sis. I love you so much. I'm seeing you next week. But, um, I... 
<laughs> it was just like I thought it was gonna be so monumental, you know, because like they've been going back and forth. There's been like a little like you know a little banter between them, and now they're finally on a song, and it's like not what I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was like, I don't know, it was Drake's first verse I wasn't loving, but I loved SZA's verse. It was cute. And then Drake's last verse to end it out was, wasn't bad. He's just like on his like, he's just in his singing bag in the beginning. I'm hearing Drake ruin the song. That's what I heard. Really? That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't like him on... I don't know, I just wasn't... It was just interesting to hear him in the beginning of the song. It wasn't my favorite, you know? I feel like Drake has definitely done better songs. And because it's SZA, I thought this was gonna be insane. Just like how Megan and Cardi, you know, in the last episode we were talking about? Yeah. It's just like that. I feel like people are letting me down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Music is Sad. in a weird spot right now, you know? I feel like there's not a lot of stars. There's a lot of celebrities. Definitely. But there's not a lot of mm. stars. No, yeah. You're saying it perfectly. I, I agree 100%. Once that older generation a lot of celebrities. retires, we're done for. Like, Beyonce, Nikki, Lady Gaga, like, Rihanna. Once, like, they're all, like, really out of the music business or, you know, not producing albums the mm. way they currently are, we're finished. There's no one to replace that yeah. that level of talent, fame, and like production. Yeah, the the girlies right now just need to evolve. I feel. Almost definitely. But, I mean, who says who says it can't happen soon? I'm hopeful. I feel like, I feel like, who's a star right now? I feel like Halle Bailey can definitely be a star. Almost oh, definitely, but yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Um, she did just have um, The Little Mermaid come out, and then I saw the trailer for The Color Purple, which actually looks really good. Um, yes. She could definitely be yes. a star. She is already a star, but, like, oh she could definitely take one of those spots, those icon spots. Can I Can I tell you something? Yes. <laughs> Funny how you bring up The Color Purple trailer. Um, <laughs> I know, I know that... Uh, my period's coming when I start crying and being sad about <laughs> like not dumb things but like unreasonable things <laughs> that come on <laughs> no it's getting there <laughs> oh okay let me just <laughs> let me cook okay let me <laughs> I <laughs> I know that I'm going to start my period because when I was at work yesterday, uh, I was on YouTube and the Color Purple trailer was playing. <laughs> and I was sobbing. I was sobbing, bro. <laughs> at work? Yes. As if, as if I just found out what slavery was. was like, obviously I know. I'm, I went to school. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even, it wasn't even like the trailer trailer. It was Oprah talking over it. And it was like BTS of the movie. Like, it was like, I've never <laughs> like, seen why? Why? But 
Me neither, and I'm so sorry by saying that on the internet. I'm so sorry, black culture. You don't have to apologize. We definitely need to say it. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> I think it's unfair to re-traumatize black people. We know what slavery is. That that movie's for white people. Slavery movies are for white people. If we want to watch it, we can. Mm. But for us to sit there and re-traumatize ourselves, it's not something that we have to do, I feel like. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting, though. That's an interesting take. I never thought of it like that. I mean, I guess it is for... Uh, people who don't know a lot about it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, ma- that makes sense. Like, like, what is it? Yeah, it's like, it's like forcing black people to relive their trauma. Like, if you want to, you know, learn about slavery even more, if you want to talk about it all the time, read books about it, that's amazing, that's good on you. But I don't think every single black person has to spend a certain percentage of their life focusing on the traumas that we've been through. That's just unfair. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, what is it? My grandma can't watch movies like that because she, she'll get, like, upset. And I mean, like, rightfully so. But she was, like, in that, you know? So. Grandma, you're on your father's side? Yeah, on my dad's side. Yeah, I'm mixed, guys. Sorry if you didn't know. <laughs> He's a biracial. She's biracial. A biracial. <laughs> yeah, my dad is black and my mom's Filipino, Pinoy pride. But my, <laughs> yeah, my dad's mom, she like, she doesn't watch movies like that. She refuses. Rightfully so. Went through it. So like for your, your mom's mom on your dad's side, like where was your, where was her family from? Like, how did she grow up? My, uh, my dad's mom. Mm-hmm. Or I guess your she, grandma? Yeah, yeah, my grandma. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, yeah, my grandma, she grew up in, like, uh, she grew up in Georgia, like, in, like, cent- more central Georgia. And, I mean, she didn't, she dropped out of school, like, in, when she was, like, 14, 13. It was, like, a, it was such a different time, you know? It was heavily segregated and... Yeah, she was having kids because what's birth control, you know? Yeah. And who's giving that to poor um, poor people in certain areas. So, yeah, she, she's she been through it. So. That is a lot. Yeah, see, I, I don't see the point of, like, yeah, it's like, it's like when, um, we lose a person from the community to police brutality and they just spread that video of them losing their life around. Mm-hmm. Why would you yeah. subject black people and black children to that? Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but I feel like it is important for people to be seeing that, but it's just like, there's like a line, you know? And I guess people haven't found that line yet. Yeah, like I feel like it's important for, the, for that art to be there. It's important for us to recognize what has happened in the past to hear these stories but I don't think it's uh, any individual black person's responsibility to watch if they don't want to if you get what I'm, get what I'm saying yeah no that makes sense that makes sense I see everybody that else sure. should definitely be watching this information and consuming this material but if someone wants to opt out and they are black I say that's fine <laughs> yeah for sure they don't want to okay. cry in the middle of work <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Like, it's just, like, I'm crying over Oprah talking. Like, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> like, what? Just, just the sound of Oprah's voice is enough to stimulate something. 
I know, yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, that's that's how I knew. I was like, maybe, maybe things are happening. Um, <laughs> like, hormone imbalance is happening. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how it goes. Like, once that sensitivity kicks in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For but... me, I just get, like, a cracking headache. Like, I'll just get a terrible headache one day. Mm. And then I'll be like, yep. Oh, for real? Dang. I usually get a headache. I, is that is that better or worse than just crying over <laughs> I really wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel, like headache, I feel like headaches are a different type of pain that is so annoying. Oh, very much very annoying. Like, I will go quick to some Excedrin. This is a plug for Excedrin, my favorite drug of choice. Like, <laughs> I always have it with me. Yeah, I know. It's different, but I just, I don't cry a lot, so I feel like I don't know what's worse. When I cry, it'd be like two tears that I had to push wow, out to feel some type that of release. To push out. That's so crazy, yeah. yeah I feel like, like two real cries a year, that's it. <laughs> I've definitely, I've definitely seen you cry, but it's like over like, Big like stuff. events happening. Yeah, it's, it's my one traumatic event for the year that you be there. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I feel like, what is it? I feel like, I feel like I cry often. <laughs> That's good though. I think it's a strength to like, be able to access your emotions in a healthy way. And easily too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A, like a like a good cry. Like um, I said this a lot in high school. Um, I did uh, color guard like with the flags and stuff. And um, with that, you can easily like get hurt, and like it'll hurt for like a few seconds, and then like you'll get over it. But one time, uh, <laughs> my friend she like hit herself in the face. <laughs> And it was when we were, like, practicing, and she was like, I just need six seconds. Just give me six seconds, and I'll be fine. And I was like, yeah, cool. Like, just cry. And then she just bawled for six seconds, and she was like, okay, I'm good now. That's real. So, the other day, yeah. I almost cried on the train. Like, <laughs> on the phone with my mom. So, like, I started off, at, I'm in a new master's program, right? And, um... She's educated, ladies and gentlemen, okay? For undergrad, I went to HBCU, and there's, a, there's this very popular thing called the HBCU Runaround, um, which is when you basically, like, you go to the, the financial aid office, you're like, hey, I need help with this, and they're like, oh, go to the Broussard's office. So you go to the Broussard's office, and they're like, oh, you need to go to the administration's office. So you go to the administration office, and now you spent half the day going to offices for the administration office to tell you that really you should go to the financial aid office because this is their job. Yeah, I... I remember that. I remember that. You, like, called me, and you were like, bro, this is insane. <laughs> Nothing brings me to my limit more. So, but whatever, whatever. It, it trains we don't dwell. graduates to, like, persist and be resilient and, like, not play with these people. Mm -hmm. So I have a very short tolerance for stuff like that and low patience for those conditions. Anyways, so I'm at this new university, and I'm thinking, okay, like, this isn't an HBCU. Like, I'm not going to experience that only to find out that the runaround is a universal college experience, not exclusive to HBCUs. Yeah. So that's basically what happened. I went to, <laughs> what even happened? I went to the financial aid office, I think. I had to drop off some documents. Um, and then this one we had to go to HR. Then I went to HR um, to give them the documents. This was my second time visiting them in two days. 
for them to tell me that like I don't have the right stuff, right? So I was just frustrated already. Yeah. I was awkward. I feel like other stuff had happened too. Oh, I was just overwhelmed by the fact that this is now a PWI, not an HBCU, which is yeah, a huge culture shock. Like a very a big difference. There's only five percent black people in my class. Oh really? I did not know that. But I guess I should I should have known based on the school that you are going to. Yeah, I feel like. And before I'm used to 100%. So this is just, it's been a shock for me. I'm looking around, I'm like, nobody's dressed like me, you know. Like, yeah. You're like, I hear my pe- I hear my people. I don't see my people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly that. Like, so, but it was definitely different. And so I was just overwhelmed. I was on the steps. I was like, I'm about to cry. Talking to my mom. She was like, um, you're not even a real New Yorker until you cry on the subway. So I guess that was my initiation. <laughs> yeah, literally. I heard that too. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like someone told me. I think I saw it like on TV. Like, you know how I met your mother? They have like a whole, they have a whole like episode about um, one of the characters on it, Robin, played by Kobe Smulders. Love her. Love her. She's a Canadian and she moved to New York and, um, she is saying, like, I've been here for five years, I'm a true New Yorker. And they're like, no, you're not a true New Yorker until you do this, 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 and this. And one of the activities on it is crying on the train and not caring about what people are thinking at all. <laughs> so, you got it. You're, you're step one. No, we, we initiated, like, as soon as I touched foot. Like, that's kind of crazy. No, you have to watch that episode. It's so good. I mean, you <laughs> you got to go through all those steps and see if you're a real New, York, New Yorker. Right, you're right. I should probably, I should make, like, a little week of it. I Me mean, just trying to complete all the things on the How I Met Your Mother list of becoming a real New Yorker, like... Yeah, one of them, one of them is killing a cockroach with your hand, though, so probably not that one. No, definitely not that one. I can, <laughs> I can, I can do that in Florida for this Definitely not. That's not exclusive. No, exactly, that. exactly. <laughs> but oh today I was cleaning my car and when I tell you sweat was dripping it is so hot that global warming here. is no joke we're finally getting some breeze here so I'm finally like not sweating in my sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> bro that's such a pet peeve I refuse to sweat when I sleep really yes I hate it so much I hate waking up and being hot I like that so rarely happens to me, but like this last few weeks in New York, that's exactly what I've been going through, and I've never experienced that before. Like I'm always cold, but yeah, I've been like you are. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like in the subway. Y'all. I can only imagine the subway. I feel like the subway is always hot. No. I mean, it's it's better now. Like again, we're starting to get some wind, but before when it's mm-hmm. like those summer months in the subway, like you can't breathe. Like you feel like you're gonna pass out, die. Dang. I'm dripping sweat. Like, it's coming off my nose, off my face. My makeup is, is falling. I've only been down for five minutes. I get mm. on the subway. Other people are sweating. Their sweat drops are hitting the bottom of the floor. Disgusting. Someone's in the corner. The mariachi's singing a song, asking for money. <laughs> Someone is a flip. And I'm, Someone's breakdancing. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sitting there holding my items close to me and just trying to breathe slow. I'm <laughs> on the subway, and the AC is broken. Always. I don't know. So, and that's just a whole different type of hell, so... Yeah, yeah. Enjoying it here. <laughs> she loves New York. <laughs> it's, actually, it's pretty nice. Like, there's a charm to it. You can, like, ever since I've been here, every single day I've done something. Like, I'm always outside. There's yeah, always something to do, something new to try, like, somewhere to go, people to meet. Everyone is very nice here. 
like yeah you know like there's like the stereotype like oh be tough blah 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 I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. of the gentrification because I know in the past I visited I was born here so like in the past people were a little bit tougher and meaner but ever since I've mm-hmm. been here like everyone's been very sweet and talkative and like like generally That's kind cute. which is weird it's cute but um, I've been looking at them like yeah like I don't maybe trust it. <laughs> maybe it's because now New York is just filled with people who aren't from New York no exactly gentrified yeah I think that's yeah, part of it yeah. for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I remember I went to New York probably like two summers in a row, mm-hmm. but that was like when I was in high school. I haven't been back to New York since. So now you're there, girl. I have to come. I have to visit. Yes, we And maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do a episode there. Well, that would be so nice. Who we knows? Do who like knows? A fashion week moment, like. Yeah, like exactly. Oh my gosh, Fashion Week. week. Like, it just ended, right? Right? Um, yeah, I think it did just end. Yes, yes. I saw some really cute fits, and celebrities were crawling. Did you see any or not? I didn't. I did not see any. Uh, yeah, they were crawling, and then the VMAs was out here um, in New Jersey, so celebrities were all over there. Oh, the, the VMAs is in New Jersey? Yeah. What? I didn't even know that. I thought it was fully in LA. Yeah, no, I think it was in New Jersey this year, I think. Dang. Yeah, I um, no, I didn't Doja know. Doja Cat put, like, one of her little figurines in the subway for her new album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't know, I didn't know that it was a figurine. I saw on her Instagram that she had, like, um, she had multiple, like, BTS pictures, like, mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes pictures of, um... Like her music video and the whole like bloody version of herself, and I thought that was her until she like took like a selfie with it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like it's fully like a figurine, so like they got nice. it one hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. So. Yeah, but I heard someone stole it though. Like on Twitter, they were like, they were like, someone should steal it because it would really upset her, and then someone <laughs> posted that with it in a box. <laughs> no. Yes. The way people are just like, it would really upset her. That's so crazy. Because someone had stole, like, I think a cardboard cutout of her or something, like, a while ago, Mm -hmm. and she was, like, blasting people on Twitter about it. Dang. But I feel like that's that's counterproductive, like, I feel like it's good PR when someone steals it, because now people are still talking about the fact that they stole it, like, I don't know. Yeah, and people are, like, trying to find it. Who was that person who had, um, like, uh, it was, like, a telephone booth? Like, it was probably, like, all around the world. Maybe it was Beyonce. It was Pink. Do you remember that? I don't remember. Was it, it was, like, was I it? think it was, like, a few years ago. And it was, like, trying to promote, like, someone's new album. And they were, like, you have to find, like, the photo booth. It was something it was around, along those lines. I, it might have been Beyonce, to be honest. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look I don't know why that sparked that memory. <laughs> yeah, no, like, good PR is good PR. Like, if people are searching for it and talking about it, like... I feel like yeah. it's counterproductive to try to blast them on the internet. <laughs> like, no, true, true. Makes it into but a sour thing. Who knows? Who knows what's going on in Dojo's mind? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I finally listened to uh, Demons. Demons. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't hate it as much as uh, I thought I would. Uh-huh. I guess. Like I wasn't like. It just didn't sound like a Doja Cat song. It was giving, <laughs> it was giving like Kendrick, 
you know? It was like, it, it seemed like it was a song made for, like, Baby Keem or, like, Kendrick. But then they gave it to Doja, and she was like, yeah, sure, this beat's fire, like, the bars are good, you know? Yeah, the it just didn't sound like a, her me. song. You said what? The beat wasn't doing it for me, like... Mmm, really? It, it just sound it just sounded like something Kendrick would have probably back in his like damn days you know like that song could have gone on that album and that would have made sense I feel yeah I feel like if it was more lyrically creative but like the lyrics itself were very boring and dull to me repetitive I like paint the town red yeah. um I, I, yeah I paint the town red's like, cute yeah but this song I feel like was like it didn't match the aesthetics of the music video in the slightest she said, we are enemies, we are foes. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. It, it just didn't do it for me, but I loved it. Yeah. I don't know, I feel like I liked it. Did you watch the music video? I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. I didn't hate it, I didn't hate it. I feel like it's trying hard, I don't know. That's just how I feel, though. The, the, the song <laughs> yeah. doesn't match the music video at all. If the song ate, then okay. But the song, to me, gave, like, a cell phone ringtone. And then you try to have this dark, mysterious, cloudy music video. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the... Yeah, that... I feel like separately, the music video and the song makes sense. But together, it's, like, weird, you know? Because yeah. I feel like... I feel like someone definitely did that at one point. Like, the whole, like, being the demon in the sleep paralysis type mm. concept. I feel like someone did that. But I can't think of who. I don't know. But... I feel like that's... I, I feel like it's been done, but she definitely, like, put her own twist on it, for sure. Yeah, it gives, like, Billy vibes, I feel like, for sure. Yeah, it's it's fully Billy, Billy vibes. vibes. And I wonder if she's, like, just, like, trying to lead up to a Billy feature, maybe? <laughs> I can't imagine that, actually. <laughs> I really can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder, I wonder what Billy is going to release next, though, now that... Her and her man are done for. Yes. Um, it was that one singer guy who's, like, toxic and being making out with his fans on stage, right? It, was that him? I thought that was someone else. I think it's I don't think I don't think Jesse Rutherford did that. I feel like it was someone else. I feel like, I'm look it up. Cause yeah, because <laughs> it, was, it was definitely someone, but I don't think it was Jesse. Let's see. Dead, yeah. It was... Was it someone from the 1975? Is he not was from that? Is from 1975? I'm so sorry, guys. We do not know. Do not come here to think that we know. <laughs> no, that's so bad, though. Because we don't. <laughs> no way. Oh, he's in it's the neighborhood? Just... Yeah, okay. I knew he wasn't in 1975. He's in the neighborhood? If, if I knew he was in the neighborhood, I would totally understand why she was dating him. Like, wait a minute. I love the neighborhood. <laughs> what? That's him? She finally gets the appeal. <laughs> yeah, I get the appeal. Huh? Oh my god. I did not be listening to the 19 or whatever that other man is, but the neighborhood is definitely like a sleigh. I totally get because I guess in the past she was saying she used to be a fan when she was younger, and I could never understand, you know, I didn't even know who Jesse Rutherford was, but I know the neighborhood. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I get it now. Oh, it's, it's Maddie Healy. It's Maddie Healy. He was the one making out with fans on stage. Oh. And, and he, it is, it is the 1975, yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I told you that I was the same person this whole time. <laughs> no. 
I knew for a fact it wasn't. <laughs> That's crazy. Mixing up my but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're broken up. I think it's actually crazy because uh, Ash and I were talking about um, them two and like their relationship and how like I don't know. We were just like spitting back opinions to each other's to each other and like. 48 hours after that the news broke about them being broken up i was like are we did we just manifest this breakup (laughs) it was so weird and i was so confused because how did that happen yeah it was extremely weird like i don't know i feel like didn't they dress up as like a baby and an old man for halloween like they did and that that didn't put a good taste in my mouth about billy i was upset not upset about it but i was like dang like i thought that you'd like i get the age difference and i get that it's kind of grimy but i don't think you should like advertise that Mm, probably not the greatest for a couple's costume (laughs) yeah definitely not the greatest for sure for sure I definitely yeah. thought that was OD. No, it definitely wasn't the greatest for a couple's costume. I feel like, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting album. I feel like that's definitely the case. I think one of Olivia Rodrigo's songs kind of alluded to that type of power imbalance too, right? And he was so much older than you when you had a crush on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be like me and Jason Momoa getting together. Like, that's so sick. He's so twisted. So, so twisted.